Hello everyone, this is Myra with Halipuli's Everyday Ayurveda and Yoga podcast. Spring is in full bloom in the Northland of New Zealand. The evening and mornings are still cool with beautiful warm days. It's often during those cozy evenings that we can take that extra time and space for self-study. The active study of the self, or Swadhyaya, It's one of the lifestyle observances, or niyamas, which Patanjali recommends in the Yoga Sutras. This month at Halipule, we're focusing on Swadhyaya, and not just in the evening, but all day long. These days, more and more people are exploring the idea of spirituality. It's become more common to talk of being spiritual. What does it really mean? I don't see spiritual as religious or something that's way out there, outside of ourselves. Perhaps you don't have to go to a monastery or a temple to find it. Let's think about what spiritual might mean. I suppose it starts with the notion that we are spirit in a body, having a human experience. I remember the first time I heard this, and I asked myself, is that the case? Or am I a human being having a spiritual experience? I contemplated, and then I realized that it was both, and perhaps it only mattered if you cared about which point of view you took. Consider the idea that we're always spiritual beings. It's just a question of recognizing our connection to spirit or not, and where we're acting from. And the way that we recognize this connection is through our physical body. The body is our tool. Through the body, we can experience how it feels to connect to our spirit. And we can experience how it feels to be disconnected. It's an experience of relativity. From Ayurveda and yoga, we see that we are part of the spiritual realm and the physical plane. We're all having an experience of our own through the body which allows us to perceive. Our perceptions through our physical senses create our inner world and what goes on inside of us dictates our experience in the outer world. Swadhyaya is the practice of self-examination in light of the spiritual principles brought forth in the texts of Ayurveda and Yoga, which come from the Vedas. And the Vedas are said to be over 5,000 years old and they provide us with guidance on how to live life on earth. I've heard it said that if the earth is a television, the Vedas are the user's manual. The Vedas outline the components, the controls, settings, and adjustments for ideal operation and experience. These ancient texts tell us about the structure of reality, but they also tell us to take the knowledge and go out there and experience it for ourselves. Be our own scientist in our own laboratory. No two points of view are identical. Each person has a unique experience in life, and it's our own direct perception that is the point of this spiritual human experience. We can hone our perception through the practice of Swadhyaya. A good way to go about this is by reading or listening to some spiritually oriented material and then contemplating it in terms of ourselves. 
For example, reading a short passage from the Bhagavad Gita or the Upanishads, and then see how it applies in our own lives. I like to be somewhat specific about contemplation because it's easy for the ego or hamkara to get in the way. A hamkara likes to collect data and recite facts, and that really isn't our goal here. And so for this exercise, it's good to ask these three questions when reading a spiritual text. Is this something I do or experience in my life and I would like it to be different? Do I honestly feel good about my responses in life situations without defending and explaining them? If not, then why am I doing that? Am I willing to make a shift or a change in my perspective? Perhaps changing a belief and therefore think and behave differently? If yes, then I'm ready for it. Swajaya can also be practiced on another level using the intuitive energy practice. As we're able to resolve and release the memories that come up in our day-to-day life, we're more able to be our true selves and practice ahimsa, nonviolence, with ourselves and with others. So what we're doing in the intuitive energy practice is clearing the charge off of the memories or pictures, we call them, and allowing them to become part of the past instead of part of our present. I no longer have to carry them around. I can pull them up if I want to remember them. Prana flows more easily and then life becomes much richer and deeper when we clear out that charge from the past. So let's do a little meditation. Sit with your spine upright. You can cross your ankles or your arms or both. And bring your attention to the center of the head. Find the center of your head by drawing a line between the eyebrows straight back and the tops of the ears straight across. And where the two lines cross is the center of your head. And from there, you can experience equanimity and even-mindedness. Be aware of your grounding cord and now blow it up and make a brand new one from the base of your spine to the center of the planet, hooking it in, turning it on release. Remember, you can make it as wide as you'd like. Get your earth energy running from near the center of the planet up through the bottoms of your feet, through your knees, hips, and down your grounding cord. And then get your cosmic energy running by reaching out to your favorite place in the cosmos. Play with this. Bring bright, sparkling cosmic energy in through the top of the head, down the backside of the spine, to the base of the spine, picking up about 10% earth energy and bringing this combination of earth and cosmic energy back up the front side of the spine, letting it pour out through the top of the head creating and filling your aura around your physical body. So this is you running your energy. Notice how it feels. Notice how your body feels. Consider that you have an energy body that operates in sync with your physical body. Let's just get to know that a little bit. 
keeping your attention at the center of your head. Use your energetic left hand, not your physical hand, but just imagine taking your energetic or spiritual left hand and use it to touch the tip of your nose. Take a deep breath and relax with that. Now use that energetic spiritual hand to touch the center of your forehead. And take a relaxing breath. Now bring your energetic hand back into sync with your physical hand. And notice if your earth and cosmic energy are still running or not. Create a gold sun over your head and put in it open-mindedness, willingness, flexibility, and trust. Self-love and love of the divine. Pop a hole in the gold sun and allow bright gold, high vibration energy to pour in through the top of your head, filling all of the physical body, filling the energetic body, filling your grounding cord and filling your aura completely. Set your aura evenly around your body. And when you're ready, open the eyes. I hope this exercise can give you an idea of the various ways to come to know your inner world and some of the possibilities. Working with your energy easily is something that will help you balance and come to know your mind with its strengths and its weaknesses so that you might shape this tool in the direction of your own truth. Let Swajaya be a progression. I've read the same spiritually oriented books so many times and realize something new each time I read them. Sometimes we aren't ready to hear something and then later it comes back when we're receptive. The Bhagavad Gita and the Upanishads are particularly good for this. I recommend interpretations by Eknath Eshran for simple and direct communication. The intuitive energy practice is an additional tool to help us see through the veils that we need to shed. We're meant to feel well in life, and that would imply a balance of the awareness of spirit on the physical plane and vice versa. We humans have become more accustomed to suffering than to bliss. So how do you want to feel? Anything is possible. Swadhyaya is one of the practices that will move us toward bliss. When we take an honest look at ourselves, in light of the guidelines from the texts, we can see our progress and our opportunities for growth, meaning we can try on new ways of behaving and responding to life and see the changes. As we think and act more in a line with the sense of our spirit, we experience greater understanding of ourselves and life. And we begin to be able to see the inherent beauty in everything and everyone. Thanks for listening in. If you have five minutes, check out my new podcast called Spark Your Intuition. 
It's a series of intuitive meditation podcasts for daily life. It will support you to explore your prana, which is your energy, and how it runs. Each meditation will offer you simple tools to know your mind, body, and spirit, your energy body, and how they all work together. As a reminder, we offer in-depth practical training in Ayurveda and yoga. Coming up in 2020, we are offering a 200-hour yoga teacher training here in New Zealand. Our yoga teacher training takes a holistic approach. It extends well beyond learning postures to encompass the whole of yoga and Ayurveda. It will guide you to discover more about who you truly are. If you'd like to join us, please visit halepule.com. That's H-A-L-E-P-U-L-E dot com to learn more. In Ayurveda, we understand that we each have a unique constitution. Halipule's tridoshic approach is ideal for families and supports multiple constitutions. You can cultivate sattva in cooking, knowing that you're making meals that support everyone's constitution. Subtle adjustments may be required, but it doesn't need to be a stress point. To learn our tridoshic approach to create nourishing meals, Join simple Ayurvedic cooking with Halepule. The recipes are easy, delicious, and will leave you feeling energized. And the link to join is in our show notes.